Amen. I want to I want to open up a verse of scripture. I have a few of them, but I, one I want to really start off with. Uh, Ephesians chapter four, verse thirty-one. Now I'm going to tell you something tonight because I have had victory in this <laughs> in this area. Okay. I'm going to share some with you tonight because my own personal testimony. Just a few years ago. I was angry. I was bitter. I was hurt. And it's not about me tonight. <laughs> but it's about something that I gained victory over. And, 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 and I knew it was God. I knew, I knew God had done something for me. I could feel the peace and the freedom that I'd got from the Lord. And people today are walking bounded up with so many things. You know, I personally think one of the most evil things that is in the human heart is pride. We know that's the, the sin that got Satan cast out of heaven. That's the one that, that, that started the whole mess of sin and rebellion on the earth. But God is calling his church to find peace. And we got to look for the thing that, that the Holy Spirit wants us to know. I've made people mad in the past because I've only, you know, I'm not trying to do it deliberately. Believe me, I had it in my own life. I had to deal with this, own, this, this, this thing I'm fixing to talk about in my own life. I want to talk about forgiving others tonight. Come on, somebody. Everybody in this room knows somebody you can hold grudges against and have bitterness against and unforgiveness against. And believe me, I just there's something that came across my heart just yesterday. Because you know what? It's not about me or you. It's about us being free. I was personally bound up. I was hurt. I, was, I had bitterness in my heart. And God had to set, before I could come back in here and pastor this church, I had to feel his forgiveness. I had to know I have no animosity right now toward anyone. I have no unforgiveness. I'll be honest. I'm free. I feel free. I feel like a new man. I feel like I can preach the gospel. And it's a testimony in my own life. Unforgiveness is like a cancer. It rots the soul. It brings death to the, the faithful. It brings death to the spirit in your life. Somebody raise hands if I'm touching somebody. <laughs> Not me. Listen, I'm talking about myself. I'm witnessing. I'm, I'm testifying something that I had to deal with. And I asked myself a question. A lot of times when I was going through that unforgiveness, how could they do that? <laughs> how could people you loved, went to church with, and worshiped with, do that? How could they raise themselves up against you? And when God had to heal me of it, because I'm going to tell you right now, my wife lives with me. I was a miserable creature. Going to church, I loved God. It wasn't that I wasn't saved. It was just that it was rotting my heart. It was just, I just kept, 
I'd, I'd do my work. I'd think about it. I'd, go, I'd cut the grass. In my house, I would think about it. It was, every, it was in my mind. I was, I was thinking about it. And God <laughs> said, son, <laughs> I'm never going to be able to use you till you release what you have in your heart. And brothers and sisters, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a living testimony. I have no animosity, no unforgiveness. I feel, I feel fresh. I feel like the light and the weight has been lifted off of my shoulder. I feel like I can preach the gospel. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can sing the songs. I feel like I can tell somebody about Jesus. Because my, let me tell you, I don't have that on my heart anymore. I feel saved again. <laughs> I feel like a brand new person. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel like me and Jesus started all over again. <laughs> well, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to feel free. It's wonderful to feel the weight off. It's wonderful to feel, and God can do it for every one of you in here. My God. Well, I'm preaching better than y'all listening. Amen. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Hallelujah. Verses uh, 31 says in chapter 4 of Ephesians, let all bitterness, wrath, and anger, and clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you. Why? 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 What's so bad about being mad at somebody? Why is it so bad about holding a grudge? Why is it so bad about it bounds you up? It, 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 it doesn't allow the Holy Spirit to move in your life. Paul warns us to get this out of the way. You're going to have to live your life. Today is a brand new day. Today, now, today. You can't keep dragging the weight and the hurt of the past behind you. It keeps you away from God. My Lord, man, I feel the presence of God tonight. Hallelujah. Listen, you can't let the devil lay you down anymore. You're going to have to walk in freedom. Walk in peace. Walk in forgiveness. Walk in the grace of God. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be kind to one another. <laughs> That's one of our problems. I'll forgive him, but I'll, 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 I'll never forget. How could you be kind to someone you ain't going to forgive? I think about the Lord. Think about them stripping him and beating him naked and, 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 and uh, nailing to an old cross. And yet they're, they're, they're at the foot of his cross, and, and, and look, he's looking down. He's, he's, he says, Lord, forgive them, <laughs> for they don't know what they're doing. Some, sometimes people are just hateful. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes people don't think. I mean, they use their mouths. Even Listen, believers have gotten to the place where they caught up just what the world is doing. I said, this is a spiritual hospital. This is where you learn to come and to get free. God has given us a word tonight. And we have to learn to accept that word by the Holy Ghost. Amen? Come on. I'm not the person you got to listen to. Listen to the Holy Ghost. 
The word of God is very clear. We're to put all these things away from us. All the bitterness and anger and wrath and evil speaking and clamoring and malice. Let it, don't put it away. Well, I, I, I forgive, but I can't forget. You better forget. I have forgotten. <laughs> and the only reason I'm bringing it up as a testimony, I'm telling you the honest truth. God, I've never felt so much forgiveness as I've felt in the last few months of my life because I've learned to understand God is a forgiving God. God is a merciful God. God don't want me to be bounded up with the weight and the sins of the past anymore. I got to live free. I'm a Christian. I'm a child of God. God wants me to be at peace with, the, with him. To find joy and love and compassion. Jesus said, if your enemy thirsts, give him a drink. Or if he's hungry, give him food. Why did he tell That you may heap a coal of fire. That means you may lay conviction upon his heart. Because here's a person I heard. This is a person I've done wrong to. But yet they're really to feed me and give me water to drink. They're willing to, 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 to take care of me after I've done all I've done to them. What a powerful gospel. What, listen, what a powerful mercy. What a powerful Jesus we serve, hallelujah. Because that's the kind of God I serve. I don't know, that gets me excited. I don't have to live in the sins of the past and the lies of the world. I can live free. Who cares who's president? I can be free. Who cares who hurt you in the past? I know it's bad. Sometimes it's a family member. But you have to love them. And you are the only one that's staying in bondage. You hear what I'm saying? They're going on with their life, but you're the only one that's, by holding that, you let the devil trap you and chain you up. You can't see God no more. You can't have worship anymore. You can't feel the presence of God anymore. Let them chains fall off, praise God. Take them away from you. Live your life for Jesus. Hallelujah. Live your life for Jesus. I said, live your life for Jesus. Man, I'm spitting all over the place. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I think I got it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Live your life with Jesus. <laughs> Be kind to one another. Tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Even as Christ, even as God in Christ has forgiven you. Now watch, I'm going to show you something. Jesus gave some strict warnings. About, about unforgiveness, okay? Now, if you just want to listen, write it down. I, I want to read a few scriptures, okay? Now, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't write this. <laughs> this is the Bible. This is not my opinion. It's not what I think. It's only what Jesus has said. So I'm going to tell you what he said, okay? You tell me what, what you think it means, all right? It's still on it. Yeah, it's on I'm, I'm, I'm preaching, man. Things are going to fly out. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. All right. Matthew 6, 14 says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you. So it's saying that you'll never get forgiveness till you forgive. That's the truth. You, go ahead and turn it there. And, and just to show you I'm not lying to you. <laughs> turn it. Matthew chapter 6. Verse 14. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> My mom said, uh-huh. <laughs> All right. 
If you, who's you? You, 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 me. <laughs> who's you? If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not, but if you do not, <laughs> but if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father in heaven forgive yours. So what? The forgiveness from God has to come first before you, but you got to release forgiveness before he'll forgive you because why are you asking God to forgive you when you can't forgive? No, no, listen, I'm, I'm going to share something with you. Sometimes things are deep. Those wounds are deep, seriously. And I don't take it lightly that it takes some time for God working it out, all right? But you can know his forgiveness. You can say in your heart, by not forgiving others, I have sinned. And I want to release that. And the Holy Spirit will do it. Might not take the, it might take a day, a week, even months. But in that time, God is healing you. <laughs> because you made a confession. First of all, what I've done is wrong. Well, you don't know what they've done to me. It's not what they've done. It's what you've done. Or don't do. Because this is a personal message between you and God. Unforgiveness is between you and God. And when you forgive others, he forgives you. Because if you go ask for forgiveness and you don't want to forgive somebody else... Come on. It doesn't, it doesn't register with God. I had to, I had to learn how to, to accept God's forgiveness. And I had to learn to forgive others. No matter how bad it was. And I'm going to tell you what, through my own testimony, I was hurt bad. So I was hurt bad and God came. <laughs> Listen, I'm here today. Preaching in this little church. And God is, I had to, till that happened, I had, to, I had to accept God's forgiveness and I had to forgive others. I had to feel, I knew it was, I knew when it was time. My wife, listen, when it was time, I, I, listen, I went to the preacher, I went there, I said, man, I feel good. I, feel, I, I don't have any, I felt no animosity. I couldn't register unforgiveness to save my life. I couldn't even feel it no more. And it was a miracle because there are people in church that are hurt and will not forgive others. Come on, somebody. And the only one they're hurting is themselves. And God help me. I don't want that here, praise God. We need to be a free church to be able to serve God. When you come to church on Sunday morning, you can better be free to worship. There ain't no devil in hell is going to stop you. There ain't no person that ever hurt you is going to stop you. There ain't no demons manifested in this world is going to stop it. Because of your freedom. You're free. You're free. You're free. You're free. You're free. You're free. Hallelujah. It's good to feel free. I feel free. Listen, I have no problem in preaching today, Rick. I don't have no problem. I can feel the freedom of God. I can feel the spirit of God. Because I know I'm free. <laughs> Come on. I know I'm free. There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who live not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the life of Christ Jesus in the spirit has made me free. Free from the law of sin and death. What the law could not do, Jesus has done. Yes. 
What the law could not do in the Old Testament, Christ has performed it and done it. He's given us complete forgiveness. We don't have to dwell on the sins of the past. We don't have to dwell on the hurts of the past anymore. Let the God of heaven heal you. Now, I don't know if you, I'm talking to anybody here today. I hope I am. But I know what? <laughs> Come on, somebody. Somebody's going to hear this. Before I can be forgiven, listen, Jesus told somebody about going to the temple. He said, before you bring an offering, if you have any oath against your brother, go get it right. <laughs> then come and offer your gift. Before you come off of worship, if you have an oath against your brother, now that brother or sister might not care what you say, but you'll be free. You understand what I'm saying? You know you've done what God wanted you to do. You know what you you know you'll know that God you have stepped out in faith and asked God for forgiveness and others to forgive you. Or you forgive them and be free. <laughs> Listen, I don't think I've ever been more free than I am today since death. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I enjoy, I enjoy the Holy Ghost. I enjoy preaching. I enjoy when God is speaking. I'm having fun tonight. Praise God. I, I, listen, I'm going to go home. I'm going to have that on my head all night. Thank you, Jesus. I've been free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. Thank you for giving me the power to forgive somebody else. Hallelujah. I am free. I am free. I'm free. I ain't be bound up by no devil. Hallelujah. I ain't got time for the devil no more. I got to live my life in the time God gives me on this earth and, and beyond. I'm free, right? Listen, bro, I have no problem loving people. I have no problem loving people. Hallelujah. Because I have nothing not to love them about no more. I have no animosity. And I know in my heart that I'm free today. When I had made that, when I decided to ask for forgiveness, when I decided to let it go, my wife is there, but I'm going to tell you right now, every door started open. It started open. <laughs> it didn't take long, maybe a month or two, and I started to tell Janice, I said, I, don't, I feel free. I don't have the animosity no more. I don't have the bitterness no more. <laughs> I just wanted to live for Jesus. There was nothing, I, I'm not saying the devil don't attack me. I'm not telling you I get mad at people. I'm not telling you that. Praise God. But I know I have the power in me to forgive. And it's one of the greatest gifts other than salvation. I'm going to be honest with you. The Lord has given me. Because, man, I tell you what. I have a good life. It's not perfect. I'm not telling you don't have tribulations and I don't have trials. But, man, I have the power to live for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest hindrance I ever had in my life is unforgiveness. And I was one miserable creature. And I don't have to lie to you today. I could tell you before the Holy Ghost, I'm free today. And that's my testimony. I know I am. Because I don't feel that stuff anymore. <laughs> I don't. And God wants us to be free. Hallelujah. He wants us to live free lives. It's not too late. You can find that freedom tonight. Praise God. Those who listen by the internet, if you're struggling, there's a freedom in Christ. There's a freedom. Listen, God don't want you bound up. Can I read a few more verses? You know, turn close your Bible. Let me just read for you. Okay, trust this in the Bible, all right? 
This is Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Then Peter came to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? <laughs> Listen, they, they, got a, they got a limit somewhere. <laughs> I mean, how many times is he going to punch me in the eye and slap me that I have to turn around? Seven times? <laughs> 490 times, <laughs> 70 times 7. <laughs> I think I was a little vegetarian. 490, <laughs> what that meant? It's indefinite, as long as he comes. Now, now watch, you, so you might ask somebody forgiveness, and they, they just continue their old ugly ways. But who's free? Me. You've done it. <laughs> if he wants to stay like he is or she stays like, that's her business, but you're free. Come on, somebody. It don't, it don't say you have to, if they, do we have to go fellowship with them or anything. They, they might still be as ugly as they ever are. They might still be as conniving and deceitful as they ever were. But you're free. That's, listen, I feel the presence of God. That's where it lies with you. You know why most Christians are not, not having victory? Because they're too worried about what Joe Blow's doing next to them, or Sister, sister Dowell and Brother So-and-so, and what they're doing. Listen, it's you. Come on, it's you. It's you, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's me. Jesus. That's, that's where it lies. It's us. Us. That ain't even a word. That ain't even a word, but us. So everybody say, it's us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh. I think I'm going to call the, the Webster people and say, put that in the dictionary. It's us. All right. Seven, Jesus said, I do, now he says, I said unto you, I do not say unto you seven times, but 70 times seven. How much, book? 490. I just met, just keep doing it. That's what he was saying. Hallelujah. Keep doing it. If he comes to you and asks forgiveness, forgive him. What if he goes does it again? He comes back, forgive him again. Come back, forgive. I, I ain't helping him. I forgive him. Yes, you are, praise God, because you are forgiving him. That's gonna turn that coal of fire upon his head. Hallelujah. That's gonna turn that conviction in his heart. No matter what I do, they always forgive me. They always try to say they love me. Well, that's what we're supposed to do. Amen. Because you go to the world, they ain't gonna forgive you. Come on. There are people that are living, and I'm sorry to say, they go to church, and they're sitting in there, and they've been holding bitterness for years and years and years, even from, from their childhood, praise God. Something their dad or mom or, or somebody done to them, praise God. Somebody rejected them. Somebody didn't want that. Listen, let me tell you, there's a lot of bitter people in the church. But somebody said, I ain't going to be one. <laughs> I ain't going to be one. I got, listen, I got a Jesus I got to serve, praise God, and I'm going to serve him starting tonight, brother. I'm going to make a difference. I ain't got time for these bunch of people that want to be losers saving. There's nothing but losers. We pray for them. But tonight is the night we start this walk all over again. And you're going to feel the presence of God in your life. And you're going to feel the Spirit of God in your life. Let it go. Let it go. I had an old boy told me one time, I was preaching to him, he said, man, I feel like I got some, I'm stuck in the mud. I said, well, let hook up to my chain, I'll pull you out. <laughs> Believe me, I know what pulling out of the mud means, brother. You be in the dump truck business, I have nothing I can stand more than getting stuck. 
<laughs> I tell my wife, I call the Lord, I got stuck, there ain't nobody around. It looked like a desert out here, nobody's coming around. <laughs> Nobody can come out to pull me out, Always oh, me. <laughs> and I said, Lord, send somebody, they're going to come and pick up truck. So what happened, it was a farmer the other day, and he, he had a tract. <laughs> you ever feel hopeless like that? You're stuck in the middle somewhere and say, where's everybody? There's, there's what, 5 billion, 7 billion people on this earth. I can use one. <laughs> Somebody. Oh, I feel the presence of God. And I feel excited tonight. I feel free tonight. The Lord's ministered to me. If you ain't taking it, I grab it. I'll soak it in. <laughs> I like it. I, feel, I love feeling like this. Praise God. I love feeling free to preach. I love feeling free in the Lord. Amen. It's a wonderful feeling. <laughs> Listen, don't let the devil rob you. <laughs> let me tell you, I'm telling you as a testimony, that's the best feeling in the world, to feel like a free man. The world don't bother me too much no more. I turn it off. <laughs> Sometimes I get upset at the news, I just turn it off. I say, listen, I ain't got time to, to hear that junk. I'm t- listen, I, got, I just ain't got time for it. I don't want, listen, it's time to get up and go on, praise God, and walk for, for Christ. Serve the Lord. Forgive them that hurt you. In Luke chapter 17, verse 3 says, Take heed to yourself. If your brother sin against you, rebuke him. Tell him his fault. And if you repent, forgive him. Now that doesn't mean if he don't repent, you don't forgive him. It's just saying that he comes to you and acknowledges that, oh, I'm, I forgive you. But he has to, your brother has to make the move. See, but in your heart, you can't let that rest unforgiveness in your heart. You have to let it go the minute before he gets there. You have to let that freedom happen before he gets there. Before God would ever use me back over here, I had to be free. Now I'm not blaming nobody. I'm blaming me. Because God wanted to do something in me. Somebody say, God wants to do something in me. Right. God wants me to be free. My God is a personal God. No, he's, every, he's all God, but he's my God. And I'm not going to miss out on him because of something you do. I'm going to miss out on something because of all, what I do. Come on, somebody. It's where I place my heart. It's what I, I, I accept from his word. It's what I accept from his spirit. I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Do you want to be free tonight? Come on, somebody. Come on, Holy Ghost. Everybody in this. Do you all want to be free tonight? Listen, I I still got things I'm wrestling with. If you can look at your life, there's things bounding you up right now. There's something inside of you that you've been trying to wrestle. It might be fear. It might be unbelief. It might be, I don't know, whatever it is. It's freedom. In Christ. It says, I'm going to read a a verse out of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 30. For we know him who said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Who who, who gets vengeance? Who's the ones going to deal with hearts? Who's the ones going to deal with people? God. It don't say vengeance is fine, said the Lord. He He said, vengeance is mine. Not fine. We as believers are to let God. Handle the wicked. Where the believers have to let God handle those that have hurt you. 
What he tells us to do is to forgive them. If you're an enemy, hunger, give him food. If he's thirsty, I said, that's why, give him drink. We'll heap a coal of fire upon his head. The greatest battle you ever win is what you win in your own heart. As much as me and my wife love each other, she can't conquer things for me. And I can't conquer things for her. Because I have to deal with things in my own heart. What she deals with God with and she overcomes, I'll get the, the salt of it. I, it and me too. But if I overcome something in her heart, my heart, she's going to learn from it. I'm going to learn from her. But battle comes down to this. It's what I do with it. See, I'm not preaching. I'm preaching to us. I'm not preaching to sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so and, 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 and whoever. I'm preaching to us. I know that's not a word, but it's still us's. Us's. <laughs> Somebody said, boy, brother, you're preaching all right. <laughs> Vengeance is mine, said the Lord, and I will repay, said the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. Now, that's the point right there. The Lord will judge his people. Before he comes back, judgment begins at the house of God. Not this building, but you. You are the temple of the Lord. You are the house of God. You are the church of God. We're waiting for God to judge our enemies, but it's going to start here. So what, what, what does us has got to do? We've got to get things right with the, with, with the Lord. There's things we've got to settle with God. And it's too, and, and don't wait. Seriously. We're living in the end times of the end times. Tonight is the night you can say, Jesus, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to serve you. Nobody else matters when you do that. Listen to me. I can say that in the Holy Ghost because I can feel the presence of God. What God wants from us is that we serve Him with all our heart. Surely, Someone's going to come maybe tomorrow, make you mad, say something against your wife or your husband or something bad that happened in the past. Forget that. Say, listen, I can't, I can't in my heart harbor grudges anymore because I ain't got time for it. Jesus is coming back. He's coming for a church that is a, without spot and blemish. He's coming for a church that is ready, a forgiving church. All right, I'm almost finished. Somebody say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is good. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. And whenever you pray, in Mark chapter 11, verse 25, when you pray, stand praying. If you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Listen, if you have anything against anyone, Forgive him. And he says here, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespass. That's a command. That's not an opinion. <laughs> Jesus said, if there's anybody that you have any, forgive them. Where does this start? With you. 
to you with us. That's the battle right there. Listen to me, praise God. I'm, I'm, I'm fixing the clothes. But if you get anything tonight, remember, this whole thing is about us. My God. It's not about who hurts you. Because whoever that is is long gone. It's about us. But I got the right to, who had more right to, to not, not forgive than Jesus? Who had more right not to, not to die on the cross and these people are not worth it than Jesus? I mean, who? I mean, what did, look what they did to him. And yet he prays on the cross, Father, forgive them. You know, I saw that passed on to Stephen in the book of Acts when he was stoning him. Lord, don't hold this sin to their charge. You know, I pray that very thing for the people that hurt me. I say, Lord, hold not this sin to their charge. Bless them, God. Bless the work of their hands. Prosper them. Boy, the devil hates that. Come on, somebody. Praying for the ones that hurt you. Pray that God would prosper them. Do it. You talk about feel free. Then no longer is them chains bound in you anymore. Because you have made a confession of prayer. And you've given God to people that hurt you. And it's asking God to bless them. God is the judge of all hearts. Who knows what God's going to do? But where you stand is you're free. You're no longer bound. When you make that type of prayer to God, forgive them. Walk forward. Somebody's going to come this week, maybe, into your life. Somebody that you maybe had was hurt. And you're going to look them in the face. You said, my God told me to forgive you. And you know, by doing this, you might not receive it, but I forgive you. Come on, somebody. I forgive you. And you know who's free? You. Us. Free. I feel free. I feel the presence of God. I feel the Holy Ghost saying that. Forgive. Let it go. And live for Jesus. You know, man, things that are hindering Christians today, that's one of the most dangerous things. Unforgiveness. Because it shuts God's spirit off in your life. Because he knows what he offered. He gave his only son for our salvation. People that didn't love him. People that were sinners. People that had no reverence for him. Think about that a minute. huh? He died on the cross. He took the sins of the whole world. Not just the world he was living in then. Now, us, you and me. And he nailed it to his cross. And he's sitting up there and he's spitting on him. And he, they, oh, if you be the Messiah, come, in, come down from the cross and we'll believe you now. He could have done that. He didn't. Because if he came down, they'd have never been forgiven. Me and you either. Could have called angels out of heaven to deliver him. They were torturing him, unbearable pain, raging all through his body. Could you imagine pressing thorns on, on somebody's head, piercing the nerves and inside of the. You could imagine 
I mean, just, just constant suffering. For I don't know how many hours. <laughs> Nails driven that big around, probably right through your hands, probably was right through here. I mean, the suffering was unbearable. I mean, it was, what kept him alive till he, got, he had to get to the cross? He had to get to the cross. The cross was the answer. Because if he'd have never made it, we'd never be here. There wouldn't be use even having this church. There would be no, no use trying to reach God. We better thank God for what Jesus done. And he prayed, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They're foolish. They, they, they have no understanding what they're doing. God, please have mercy. Like Stephen prayed. Lord, don't hold this sin. He's stoning the man. <laughs> Killing him. He said, don't hold this sin to their charge. How many of you prayed that for your enemies? How many of you prayed for your enemies? Say, Lord, please don't let this sin. They're going to go to hell if that doesn't, they don't change. And don't repent. We better pray. We don't want even the worst of our enemies to go there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That's it. Hallelujah. I just felt the presence of God. And I thank God. Listen, when, I, when I'm preaching, I feel it, man. I can, it's so, so easy <laughs> to flow with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's so easy. Let's stand up, praise God. I want to ask you tonight. And you don't have to come up here. Seriously. I just want you to bow your head. Where you at? And ask yourself, Father, is there any unforgiveness in my heart? Now, you don't have to answer either. You know in your heart. You know, okay? What I'm going to do is I'm going to pray. And I want you to pray with me, okay? We're going to pray together. I'm gonna, I want you to experience what I experience, okay? I really do. I want you to experience the forgiveness of God tonight. Tonight's going to be a brand new life for you, a brand new start. It's just today God's going to pick you up, and he's going to lift you up, and he's going to carry you. Let's pray. Father, forgive me for holding unforgiveness in my heart. Lord, I want to be free. And I don't want the sin of unforgiveness in my heart. Lord, I need your grace to cover me tonight and the strength to overcome this unforgiveness. Right now, I'm asking you, Father, to forgive me for holding unforgiveness and not forgiving others when you have given me so much forgiveness. Father, pour out your peace on me. And Father, I'm going to be free tonight from this unforgiveness. I ask you to wash me and to cleanse me. And Lord, I pray for those that hurt me. And I ask you to help them. To bless them, to deal with them, and to save them. In Jesus' name.